Hello and welcome to Turf Talk, a new National Hunt Horse Racing podcast. My name's Lewis Tomlinson, with me is James Watson. Hello. This this is going to be the first episode and we are going to be pre- previewing the new 2018-19 National Hunt season. We'll be running through all four main divisions, the two-mile hurdlers, the two-mile chasers, the staying hurdlers and the staying chasers. We'll be talking a bit about the novices as well, over both hurdles and over fences and James, you're looking forward to the season? Genuinely, can't wait for this season. All the novices are stepping up to the top class of races. So the Gold Cup looks wide open. The stairs hurdle is weak this year. Champion chase, I'm looking forward to a lot. And the champion hurdle, will Bouverdere retain? Just to give you a bit of more of a picture of, of what Jim is like, if Jim was a horse... He would definitely be a slow old veteran chaser. <laughs> I don't think Jim? he's wrong there. He'd be he'd he'd finish fourth in the Ida chase. He'd have been <laughs> entered for the Grand National six times and never once made the top forty. That's I'll take that. That's not <laughs> bad. But yeah, I'd say you you'd be more of a champion hurdle type, uh racy, quite slick over his hurdles. <laughs> Just doesn't quite get two miles, but <laughs> yeah. Two-mile hurdles, hurdlers and already looking forward towards the Cheltenham Festival. They bet Bouverdere is a genuine is a general three-to-one favourite to win his third champion hurdle. Sam Crobb, a general seven-to-two, four-to-one shot. Melon Sixers, twelves for Lorena and Somerville Boy. Min is a general sixteen-to-one across the board. As is We Have a Dream, and there are a few more at bigger prices of twenty-fives, thirty-threes. They include Global Citizen, Mick Jazz, and if the cap fits, James. Is Bouverdere going to be a triple champion hurdler this time next this time next year? No, I'm I'm putting my cards on the table now. Uh, Sam Crow is going to stay over hurdles this season. A bold shout, I know, and I don't want him to. But Jigginstown want to win a champion hurdle, and I think Sam Crow's their only genuine chance. Do they though? What I've been reading from Gordon Elliott is that he wants to win the champion hurdle. Do you not think Jigginstown, surely the whole point of the Jigginstown operation would is you, staying chasers? Would you rather win a champion hurdle or a JLT novice chase? A champion hurdle, but obviously it's the JLT is en route to something bigger. Uh, he's only a baby. You've got to think about it like that. There's plenty of time for him to develop over fences. Have one more season over hurdles and then possibly go over... The chase route. Um, honestly, I think he should stay over hurdles. I am a I am a big Bouverdere fan. I've I've already backed him to retain his crown, and I understand I understand people's point of view, who who've said he's not beaten very much. He beat Mellon by a neck last year, was it? And I know. Mick, Mick Jazz was a further. Mm. Further behind him, third. I'm, but I'm unsure. I think I might be a dirty each way player in the champion hurdle this year, quite a bit. And the Draconian uh, really impressed me towards the end of last season. I think it was at Punchestown. Yeah, he won the champion of his hurdle there. I backed him that day. I really fancied him. Uh, he's he's got a likable profile. I think this season, stepping up into the top divisions, he could be a decent each way price. 
at twenty to one. He's going chasing, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, he's, 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 I think I think he's prominent in the betting for the Arkle. Uh, either race, I think it'll be a force to be reckoned with this season. I guess the, the main problem they've had with the two mile division is there's not been that many top novices come out of the mm. come out of they the all, short They're all distances. looking for two mile four, three mile onwards. Yeah, all, yeah. No one wants to win the champion hurdle anymore. It doesn't. I don't think it has the prestige as much as what it used to. I disagree with that. I, I think it is still the the, the main prize over over hurdles, and you've got a horse there, Bouvardet, but who, it, who's took advantage of what is what has been a weak division over the past few years. Now, if Sam Crow stays over hurdles, it suddenly becomes. The most exciting division, yeah, in in racing. The whole all bases around Sam Crow. If Sam Crow, Sam Crow goes chasing, it's exciting. If Sam Crow goes over hurdles, it's exciting. I just think Sam Crow is one hell of a horse, and what, wherever he goes, it will be spectacular. Shall we talk about Melon for a bit? I know he's also prominent in the betting for the Arkle. We're not quite sure whether he'll be staying over hurdles or going chasing this year. He was a neck behind Bouverdale last season. Will he be able to reverse the tables this year? No. I, I, I don't see the hype around Melon. He only runs well at Cheltenham, I understand. But it's just Melon, isn't it? It's, it's always been hyped up as being this wonder horse. And for me, he's average. Average horse who finishes second in a champion. You'll soon learn this. I know, but it was. You'll a... soon learn this. Last last year, James called Native River a bang average handicap chaser just after he won the Gold Cup. <laughs> yeah, I did. That is a fair point, but my, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, a, a horse has to win a race by thirty lengths doing handstands with Arkle in second. Yeah. With, if Jim's got to be impressed by yeah. him, he's uh, a harsh judge. If you're looking at Mellon at six to one, he's he's not value whatsoever. I, I agree with the point he's not value because Somerville boy is twice the odds and he could be quite good. Well, his winning the Supreme Novice last season was quite impressive because for me, he hit the last two hurdles into the home straight and Kalashnikov was behind and I really like Kalashnikov. Uh, I think he could be one of the top horses for the years to come. Uh, and the time wasn't too much different from Bouverdere. And if he had, if he had, not hit them two hurdles, the time would have been quicker than last year's champion hurdle. So I think he's a decent each way price at fourteen to one, twelve to one. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think he went into Cheltenham last season a bit of an underappreciated horse. What what he'd achieved, he beat Kalashnikov in the Tolworth as well. Mm. And Kalashnikov started... Comfortably, though, start, it was four lengths in the Tolworth. Yeah, started... I mean, I, I know Kalashnikov went on the Betfair in between, but he was solidly beaten that day. And Somerville boy... Yeah, he went into Cheltenham a dark horse, but he shouldn't have been a dark horse. He should have been he at have the top. shouldn't have gone off 9-1. to one. No, he shouldn't have done. And he shouldn't be 12-1 to one for the champion hurdle now, because if you're looking, if you're looking at the field, you've got... Bouverdere, the reigning champion, Sam Crow and Mellon, who might both be going over fences. Somerville boy's the next one down in the market. It's hard to see him not running in the champion hurdle. I don't know where he'll start off this season. I know Bouverdere will be going back to the fighting fifth. I, I, I think we might see Somerville boy in the fighting fifth. Do you? Mm. Well, that'll be an intriguing early matchup. 
Or they might play it safe and go for the elite hurdle at Wincanton. Yeah. Where I know my favourite horse, Apple Shakira, might be running. <laughs> what do you rate of Lorina, the, the mare? She's unknown. Yeah. Uh, she could be good or she could be bad. Uh, well, she's not going to be bad. She's a Cheltenham no, Festival winner. Well, she is, but you never know the bounce factor of last season. How far did she She won by a fair distance last season uh, at Cheltenham. And I'd be willing to just sit and watch for the minute because Willie Mullins has got so many horses that you don't know which division or which type of race he's going to go for. So he could go back to win the Mayor's Hurdle. Yeah, I'd I'd be more inclined to go down the Mayor's route. I know they kept her in the Mayor's Novices route last season, which has been, let's be honest, the winners of that race haven't come out to do very much. Let's dance, Limine. It's been a while since he's been... Well, I don't think there ever has been a top-class winner of that race. No. Lorena could be one, though. 18 lengths she won back at the festival last year. Maria's that, benefit was, was in fourth. Yeah, and it's, that made its chase debut last week. Yeah, won well. I was fairly impressed with Maria's benefit then, but that's moving on a tangent. Yeah, Min's a general 16-1 to to win the champion hurdle. Min, Surely you won't turn up. Min's just one of them horses where they just put it in every race and then we'll see what's the weakest division and then running it. I don't think, I don't think he'll revert to... Hurdles, unless Willie Mullins has accepted that trying to be LTR is a is a pointless task, or nominated Footpad as his LTR challenger this season, but I, I think Min will be running up, running in the Ryanair or the Gold Cup this season. I can't see him running a champion hurdle. Yeah, yeah. We have a dream. A is a horse I'm a big fan of. You love. We have a dream. I, I'm I'm undecided yet, but. I know how much you love We Have a Dream from Isaac Swade and Simon Muneer. I think he was, well, head and shoulders, the best juvenile hurdler last season, and he was unlucky to have missed Cheltenham through injury, but he's had four starts. Oh, he's had four starts in Britain. Sorry, five. Five starts in Britain. He's won every single one. The last one, a grade one at Aintree, where beat Gumball by seven lengths and Apple Shakira by ten, mm. further ten in third. I What's just like the way he goes around his racing. They all kind of are, aren't they, juveniles? They, they, they need to step up. He needs to step up a fair whack to be at Bouverdere's level, Sam Crow's level. Yeah, I'd, I, I agree with that, but he's only four. Uh, he, he looks to me like he's not done improving yet. He was the best of his age last season. And it, it wouldn't take too much more improvement from him to be there or thereabouts, to be honest. At the bigger prices, I'm a big fan of Mick Jazz. I just think he's a very, ultra, very solid, ultra solid run. No matter where he runs, he's always consistent. Yeah, and he is, you know, he's he's the reigning, or not the reigning Irish champion hurdler, is he? But he beat Fahina at, at Christmas. Now I'm gonna throw one out here now at fifty to one. Vedician, juvenile last season, Alan, Alan King, Kings, recently purchased by Cheveley Park. Uh, I think good ground is the key to him. Uh, the Cheltenham almost ruined him last season. He's a young horse, and so, sometimes it can just ruin it completely. And then he was poor again at uh, Aintree. I think this season, campaign to know that he is a could be a top hurdler, I think they could go a decent route with him because I think he's full of potential. 
Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd be willing to keep the faith with Radishan this season. Even if there's a hand, starting off in a handicap this season, that you could try and because there's some prize money in these handicaps this season. Another one, I'm not talking about him as a champion hurdle prospect at this time, but. I am willing to keep the faith with Global Citizen as well. I was really impressed by his winning the Dove Cup last Damn. year. He, he flopped at Aintree in the race won by Vision de Flo. But I've, I've, I still think there could be a fair bit of talent in Ben Paulin's gelding. And he's, he could be one to follow this year. Maybe not quite as a group on horse, but if he pitches up in... I could see him running in a race like the Greatwood or something like that. He's rated 149. So a race like the Great Wood or the Elite Hurdle, if he pitches up in one of them, I could see him running yeah, a good race. I agree with you there. I think, I think he's a top-class horse. But last season, that <laughs> entry run, you can just put a line through it and just look forward to this season with him. There's another horse I'd just like to give a quick mention to regarding the champion hurdle. Get a bird. Now. What, what do we think of get a bird? Uh, where do we start? Uh. I'm not sure. I, I'd be willing to stay away from him because last season I was a bit disappointed with him. He, he could have been something. And I, I, left-handed tracks, are they his thing? He beat Draconian by 12 lengths at Fairy House. But is, is that the thing? Is he a bit of a flat-track bully? Yeah. Do, does everything have to go get a bird's way for him to win? He did hang quite a bit at Cheltenham, I yeah. thought. Uh, I don't think he got the track. I don't. I, he hung like a no one's business. So he ran. He ran twice at the Punchestown Festival as well. In, in he ran twice in three days. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I'm not. It's just. He's he an just oddly a, campaigned yeah. horse. He's he's been like, oh, we'll just put him in this race because why not? Like this, I'm unsure about him. Cause it's rare I buy into the Willie Mullins hype of a supreme horse. He always has one. You know, it's been in the past. It's been Melon. It's been Min. It's been Champagne Fever. Mm. I don't tend to buy into them. I tend but to, I yeah, did. I, tend to look I didn't even buy into Duvan. I thought Irving <laughs> were gonna beat him. <laughs> but I bought in to get a bird last year. After he won the Moscow Flyer, I thought he was a serious, serious horse. He flopped at Cheltenham. Then he got back on track winning at Fairy House. Yeah. And then he ran two shockers at Punchestown. Things are kind of up in the air for him. I'd, I'd probably just best watch him on his next, on his yeah, next start. I'd see what he starts next time and then probably proceed from there. But I've, he's not a horse who's out of my head yet as a top-class prospect. Not quite yet. Shall we wrap that up for the champion hurdle? In the air together, Bacardi's is down. It's Penn Hill on the near side of Super Sunday. These two locked together as they race up the hill. And Penn Hill, last year's Albert Bartlett winner, is beginning to do best. And Penn Hill sees it out strongly to win the Stayers hurdle. Shall we move on to the Stayers then? We'll stay over hurdles. We'll move on to the Stayers. And we have another reigning champion in this. It is Penn Hill from Willie Mullins. But he's not the favourite. That honour lies with Faheen, the former champion hurdler. Got back to winning ways at the Punchestown Festival last year. He's a general 5-1 to favourite. Penhill, 6-1. to Tens in a general Super Sunday. Twelves at Apples Jade. You can back Identity Thief at 16s. Next destination, similar odds then out to Holstone and Bacardi's. 
Shall we start with last year's winner, Penhill? Yeah, the seldom seen Penhill. Uh... We don't know much about him. To say he's the reigning champion, we, he's, we know very little about him. Yeah, he's had uh, 11 hurdle starts, 7 wins. So, <laughs> if you think about it, that's a pretty decent ratio. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because pe- people would kind of think, because his, his winning the sales last year has been his only run outside of Novice Company, mm. that... He, he's quite inexperienced, but he's not. But if it think, took if, him a while to get going, really. If you look at the that. form of last year's stays hurdle, Super Sunday in second, Holstone third, Colin's sister fourth, Sam Spinner fifth. Mm. Mm. Is that a vintage year? No, it's not. Colin's sister in fourth? <laughs> yeah. I, I, do you know what, James? That's a completely fair point, but I think Penhill did it well. He did what I had to do with him, and he's winning... You know, he's a dual Cheltenham Festival winner. He's winning the Albert Bartlett. Isn't bad form. The horses he had behind him that day, Monolee, Holston, Constantine Bay. It's not It's not bad form. Yeah, fair dues. But he was beaten at Punchestown by Faheen and beaten by 13 lengths. And if the machine's back... Now, I, I think everyone loves Faheen. Yeah. Uh, j- everyone, all my mates, all love Faheen. He's a, he's a best hurdler of my lifetime. Yeah, probably of our lifetime. Yeah. Fair point. Uh, he won the Irish Stays Hurdle by 13 lengths. And I think that that was a stronger race than the actual Cheltenham Stays Hurdle this year. Because you had Penhill behind 13 lengths. Shane's Hill was third. and But if you carry on looking at the the minor places, York Hill, Le Bagorwa, uh Identity Thief, Jeski... Bacardi's, what, what, what are you saying there? Do you know what, James? I think I'd be inclined to agree with you there that that, that was the stronger race than what Penhill won at Cheltenham. It's, the, the problem with Faheen is surely he can't... I know they've rejuvenated him by stepping in up to three miles. Surely he can't be getting any was, better. He'll be was 11. that his last dance in the sun? He'll be 11 next Cheltenham. Jeez. And it absolutely—I mean, it'd absolutely raise the roof if he managed to win at Cheltenham again, especially in one of the top races. But it's just a little bit of doubt there. He was sixth in the champion last year, which wasn't bad form, which wasn't bad, to be fair. But it's just races like beaten in the Irish champion by Super Sunday, who's a horse who's possibly got a little bit more potential for improvement in him than. Faheen has, I think, at the odds at the minute, I'd be inclined to stick with Super Sunday. Yeah. For the stayers hurdle. Fair dues. Yeah, second in the entry hurdle again behind the most strangely campaigned horse. Well, not even strangely campaigned, just the main, most strange horse in training, Lammy Surge. <laughs> but Absolute nutcase, Lammy Surge. It goes back to Altior Supreme in 2016. Wow. Super Sunday's form. Altior Supreme, I rate as the best novice hurdle ran in the past 20 years. Altior the winner, Min second, Bouverdere third, <laughs> then Tombstone, Charbel, Mr Miyagi, Super Sunday was seventh, Petit Mouchoir, North Hill Harvey, William H. Bonnet, Hollybush Henry, Ponglai Pavilion, Bells Hill finished 13th. He's a horse we'll be talking about a lot later on. <laughs> Silver Concord was last one home. The strength of that race going into what will be the three years later, Cheltenham, 
it still stacks up yeah. as being a top, top, top race. I agree, and yeah. a lot. And Super Sunday, I think he's a horse I'd have at this point as my stage hurdle winner. What do you reckon, James? I like Call Me Lord. Uh, his form last season in the select hurdle at Sandown, he beat Little Rockefeller by 16 lengths and Holstone was back six lengths behind. Uh, he's not had that many runs in England, but he's won five of them. No, he's, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's gone under the radar a bit, call me a lot, hasn't he? He's been kept away. He ran in the Kingwell, ran in the Imperial Cup. He's running all the top races and he's been there or thereabouts. Has he? He's not. Has he run in all the top races? But, Apart from winning the Select, he's lost well, in... Well, they're still gr- the graded races, aren't they? So they're fairly to the highest level, but not many people decide to talk about him. Well... I don't know, because before, before he won the Select, his last victory came in a Class 2 handicap at Sandown. He beat R Merlin by three and a quarter lengths. Yeah. It, 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 you, you've got to believe that Cormier Lord is significantly better than what he's shown. He's, he's, he's on the improve, I think. Uh, he's been lightly raced. So I think there is more potential to come, but it's whether it, it is at three miles. He's got a step up in distance. He's been running at 2.5. Two four, well, and he only really got Matt stepped up in trip to two five last time out, so he might not stay any further. No, I'd 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 agree with that. Are there, are there any of the bigger priced horses that that you'd like to give a mention to while we're here? Holstone's very solid. He might be going chasing this season, but but yeah, he's Sam Spinner. He's always there or thereabouts. Is Sam I mean, he'll, he'll be campaigned, won't he? He'll be campaigned, won't he? He'll be campaigned. To run in the stairs again, and he was one of the he was one of the success stories of last season for Jed O'Keefe. I don't think he's top. I class. was there when he blitzed the field at Haydock, and I thought he was a world beater that day. And then the the further the season got on, the further I thought he's not actually as good as I first thought. Maybe soft ground is the key to him. Heavy ground. Yeah, it could be. He was he was beaten again. Yeah, Aintree in the in the Liverpool hurdle, Identity that, Thief won that race. That was Holstone was second. Race. Yeah, Holstone's probably a good benchmark for this. You, you have to be consistently beating Holstone, I think, to be considered a, a proper, yeah. a proper stayers hurdle contender. Fair point. Uh, is again is probably one of many at that level. He could well be the Irish version of Holstone. Consistently beat Bacardi's, you've probably got a good chance. Next destination might be going chasing. I'd fancy him though. I like his format punches I, I down. Like, I, I think he's a top class horse. It's just where he goes this season. I think you should definitely put him in your tracker because you don't know where he's going to go. But when he does go somewhere, I think he's got a serious chance of winning. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Right, that's the hurdlers done. We'll move on to the chasers and we'll start with two mile with the two mile chasers. Is there any point talking about this? Or are we just going to say Altior's going to win? Or is Footpad a viable challenger this season, James? I'm team Footpad. I think Footpad is the next big best horse over two miles. Whether he's, there's, there's thoughts of him going two mile, four, three mile. but Because they're scared, Jim. They're scared of Altior. There's nothing to be scared about The second Altior. coming of Jesus Christ himself <laughs> is a horse Altior, and his name is Altior. Altior can't be around forever. I'm so, I, as much as I love him and he's won two champion chases. 
He's won one championship uh, chase. Yeah, oh yeah, and an Arkle. Yeah. How many times has, has he ran over obstacles, James? Footpad. No, Altior. I, I don't know. He's ran 15 times. How many times has he won over obstacles? 15. 15. Co- correct. Footpad, I was impressed. He was he was a good novice, and in any other year, he'd be a very, very solid How many times champion has Footpad chase. run over fences? Four or five. Five. Five, and, and he's won five. Yeah, and he has won five. And he has and won five. And his most impressive was, I know it was a weak race and there was only five runners, but in the Arkle... He was impressive. Yeah, he was. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not denying that. And I think football would be a very, very worthy favourite for a champion chasing any other year. But how? I don't understand how you can get out of your beat. So, so you're telling me now six to four is a decent price on Altior. You, I, for me, I'm. I'd go for youth rather than. No, you standard. You, I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, yeah. It is a good price. The fact that he's odds against is a good price. Would Altior? Are you are you worried about fitness concerns because he's he's always had a little niggling injuries that keep him out of certain races? No, because he, he's proven he can he can beat him. The the only genuine criticism you can make of Altior is that the two times he's looked most likely to get beat, they've both been at the Cheltenham Festival. Because Charbel had him. Charbel did Charbel, have him. Charbel had him on the ropes in the Arkle. He still would have won. Had Sh- I know Charbel fell. Altior still would have beaten him. But Charbel had him in a spot of bother. He did. And he hit a flat spot in the halfway through the champion chase last year. He, he, yeah, he keeps hitting these flat spots, but he still manages to escape with the victory. Exactly. It's, it's just like, even, even when you can criticise Min, how Min he's done at Cheltenham. absolutely cantering last season. And I'd back Min, thinking maybe there's a chance that Altior might not win. But sadly, my heart was broken. The the most viable, the most viable challenger to Altior, I think, is in the same yard as Footpad, because I think Duvan is still, still. You don't know properly yet, do you? You never Cause, will. Because he's always had. This big Nate, well, he is a, such a class horse, but he's always had to live up to a certain expectation. And maybe injuries have just give him a slight. He's he's good, but he's not Altior. But before Altior, before his injury, he was Altior. Duvan was 13 wins from 13 starts before Altior, including a champion chase. Then obviously he got injured in the champion chase two years ago came back he fell last season but he was running a good race it was too early to say where he'd have gone but he would have been first or second if he hadn't fallen yeah I agree and then second behind under so at Punchestown I thought that was a step down I I, I really fancied Duvan that day under so is just one of them horses where sometimes he turns up sometimes he doesn't I absolutely love under so to bits and I won't have Jim slag him off (laughs) he'll be banned from the podcast (laughs) Uh, anything at bigger prices that you you could make a shout? I mean, to? you can you can run through Min's there again. Min will run in relation. He'll probably be in the top five. Uh, Petit Mouchoir as well, who's been soundly beaten by Footpad over hurdles. I know Petit Mouchoir were a better hurdler, but I think Footpad's re- reversed that form over fences. Saint Calvados, Harry Whittington's. He needs a bog, doesn't he? <laughs> you could say that he, he was. Quite 
unanimously beaten by footpad, roughly about 60 lengths. I mean, the outside, the left field contender is great field. Uh, the nutcase that is great field. Yeah, he's a general 16 to 1 chance. Uh, he stayed away, really. He's not, he's not raced in England yet, has he? No, he's, he's sort of just been the consistent Irish type who's not actually faced a proper ish rival. But again, he's, in fact, he's only had eight career starts. He's, he's unexposed. He's won seven of them. The only time he hasn't won was he got pulled up in the county hurdle in 2016. But he's um, five from five over fences. He won the Webster Cup at Navan on his last start a couple of days after Cheltenham. His Ryan Ayrn of his chase win was probably the most impressive at Punchestown. He beat Ordinary World by 11 lengths that day. Is that, is that mega form, though? On, on, on looks that day when he won, that it was visually impressive. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But it didn't necessarily back much up. He beat Ordinary World by 11 lengths that day. I'm just going to look at the champion chase and find by collateral how many lengths has Ordinary World beaten by. Over 35 by LTO. There's just I just don't think you, you're coaching at straws to get him beat. I think this could be a match race, Footpad versus Altior, to be honest. Do we want do we want Footpad to stay in Ireland until Cheltenham? Yeah. The story. Yeah. The story of going up. We've got two unbeaten chasers over the quickest distance going at each other, a challenger and a champion. That'd be the story of the festival if both of them rock up for the first time facing each other, both still unbeaten yeah. in the champion chase for the championship. Amazing. You couldn't write a better story than that. Amazing. So Royale is there. Uh, Politolog, I'd go Ryanair. I'd take the Ryanair route if I were Paul Nichols for Politolog just because he's not going to beat Altior. Is, is the rumours for the Betfair chase for him? Are they not stepping him up to three miles? I'd be interested. I'd, I, I, At three I'd, mile? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, to me, he seems more like a, a horse whose future lies over further. Do you think? Yeah, he does. I, I, I'm a Politolog fan. And he, he won more He won more good level races in Britain than almost any other horse last season. Won at Aintree, won the Tingle Creek. He's a very, very, very solid animal. He is. He is solid. But... He's form. He's got graded form in the book, but is that graded form a level of an actual grade one? Well, he's he's a general twenty twenty five to one to win the champion chase, and he's those odds because we know he's not as good as Altior. If you take Altior out with just Footpad and Duvan as the two favourites, I think Politologs ten to one. Do you, do you rate him that highly? I'd take, I'd, I think Politolog and Footpad would be a cracking race. And I wouldn't be... I'd, I think they'd be very evenly matched. I'm unsure on that. I, I, I think that Politolog is a good horse, but it's a grade two horse at level. Just in front, but my bite up the hill they come. Native River by a length and a half to my bite in second place. Native River is fending off the challenge of my bite. They run towards the line. The brave, the generous Native River in front. He's still holding on. He's made every yard. What a run! Native River and Richard Johnson have won the Tomiko Gold Cup. We'll move on now to the biggest race of them all, and this is absolutely wide open this season. For all for all the uh, 
champion chase might look like a match race and you can and you might slag off the hurdles for being weak. This race isn't. The Cheltenham Gold Cup might bite heads of market five to one favourite, six as presenting Percy, six as the reigning champion Native River, then sizing John Twelves. Footpad also in the betting for the uh, for the Gold Cup, a general twelves. Bells Hill sixteens, Duvan. 20s, then you've got Road to Respect, Shattered Love, 25s, Album Photo, Mona Lee, Fistle Crack, Waiting Patiently, an absolutely star cast. If all these line up, what a race. I know. Uh, I could make a case for about six in this race, uh, but the million pound bonus this season, Betfair Chase, uh, King George and Gold Cup, they're all looking like they're going to go for it. Native River might bite, Sizing John's been rumoured. If Sizing John can come back to any of its previous form, then he could be a force to reckon with. Yeah, definitely. Shall we start with Mike Bite, the favourite? Yeah, uh, I, I love Mike Bite so much. He's, he's winning the Betway Bowl last year at Aintree was magnificent because to say he had such a hard race at Cheltenham and then still went and won by seven lengths, beating Bristol Demai on good to soft ground now Bristol Demai needs good to soft ground or heavy yeah to, to be anywhere near and he annihilated him that was possibly his best performance today I'd, I'd probably say that run was better than the Cheltenham Gold Cup last year yeah I mean he, he's mature now isn't he he's, he's, he's grown up he's not the nutcase that tried to turn no, around he's, he, he's kind of turned from the equine Paul Gascoigne into, <laughs> into the equine not quite Lionel Messi, but he's he's quite close, and uh, I I liked how he was able to win so well at Aintree after evidently having a hard race at the Gold Cup. I, I, the, I ground, just, the ground just found him out in the Gold. Yeah, Cup. Yeah, I just slightly worry that that in the Gold Cup, three two is stretching him. Not maybe not stretching him, but he doesn't get three two as well as Native River does, or as well as presenting Percy will, or as well as Bells Hill will. Yeah. It's on the upper echelon of his spectrum. He was beaten last year by a Welsh national winner. He thoroughly stays four mile. And yeah. And as soon as I knew coming around the bend as a backer of Mike Biter, I knew that it's not, he's, he's on the bridle, but will he stay? It was always, will he stay? Will he stay? And he, he, I, I thought he did stay. Yeah, it just didn't stay as well. not stay as well. Because that's, that's my issue with... Having Mike Bite shorter odds than Native River, because I will concede, in any other, any other Grade One staying chase, be it at Punchestown at Aintree at Haydock, or at, or the King George at Kempton, Mike Bite should be the favourite. Correct. But if you ran the Cheltenham Gold Cup, the same as last year, eight out of ten times Native River still wins. Yeah, I think, and I just can't see. I, I just see Native River as a much more solid proposition for for this race. He's more of a Gold Cup type than Mike Bite. And Mike Bite will probably win every other grade one he turns up in this season in England. Because, let's be fair, going from Mike Bite, the next British-trained horse down the odds is Fisselcrack, who's got a bit to prove after his long layoff from injury. Yeah. Uh, waited patiently is the next one as well who who's interesting for the King George but again surely doesn't seem to me like a full on Gold Cup stayer yeah uh, Native Rivers 
only had two runs last season. So yeah. for an eight year old, he's only had twenty one starts. So there's there's plenty more potential to still improve. He he stays all day, he runs on it any ground. I I th- I I've really underestimated Native River last season and and I really shouldn't have. But but I'd be really surprised if he's not in the top three of this year's Cheltenham Gold Cup. Coming out of the novice ranks, presenting Percy as a horse, I was really, really impressive last season. He looked like a chaser when he was hurdling, and he's proven himself to be a very, very, very good chaser. James is a second favourite. He's shorter odds in most places than the reigning champion. What do you think of presenting Percy? I'd rather be on Native River than presenting Percy if it was between them two. Um, Bally Optic was behind Elegant Escape and Monolee last season. Uh, Monolee, is is that as good a far? He's got a lot to progress through the ranks to get as good as Native River might by even sizing John at his peak. But he was beaten a length by our Duke. Now our Duke is a a funny form standard because he was tagged as this world beater after winning the uh, Irish National but then he didn't really live up to expectation so I'm unsure on presenting Percy I'd be willing to stay away from him but if he won it, I'd still acknowledge that he's a class horse but I'd rather have Native River at the price I disagree presenting Percy's a tank He's the closest thing to Denman we've had since Denman. <laughs> he travels through his races. He's a he's a massive horse, isn't he? He's a big, stocky, absolute unit of a thing. He's a, he's the the old term a bull of a horse. And that's what presenting Percy is. He 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 just travels relentlessly. He's a. I think he'll go on any ground. When he won the Potemps at Cheltenham, I think two years ago, yeah. he, he seriously looked like one that had completely love chasing and he's he has lived up to expectations he's a stayer he's a proper stayer I think he's one I'd keep on side and normally normally I'd be all over presenting Percy for the Gold Cup but I'm not this season because I think the winner will be Bells Hill wow statement and a half it's a statement and a half is a because he's a horse I've been massively keen on for a long while I know he was beaten in the RSA by Mike Bite two years ago but since then he's winning running well in the Bobby Joe last season well he won that and he tanked along in the Irish National he was top weight in that tanked along for I a long way I backed him that day in the Irish Grand National and he just didn't stay three mile five three mile five on heavy ground carrying top weight and he was in the lead until the last fence you're saying yeah almost Practically, he came out of that race the best horse, even though he finished fifth. Yeah, every, everyone noted him and thought, geez, he's, he's actually better than I actually thought. And then he obviously had a hard race in the Irish National. You know, it was heavy ground, he was carrying top weight, and it's a Grand National. And then he came out, and it was only three weeks later he managed to win the Grey One at the Punchestown. Beat Jacadam by three quarters of a length, and I know you might not say Jacadam's never quite done it in the Gold <laughs> Cup. Punchestown's Jacadam's stomping ground. Yeah. It's where Jacadam runs best. Yeah. Belsil's turned up and beaten him. Road to respect was third. Ed Wolf was in seventh and Kalulta Vic. No. Yeah, it's it's quite I think it's that's quite a quite strong, strong form. form. And people 
he's another dark horse where he could be something, but if he's not, I won't be disappointed. But I could see it twenty to one, sixteen to one. He's he's decent value. I I just think there's more to come from him. He's he's almost got the mix of being a forester like Native River or presenting Percy, but he's got that added bit of class like Mike Bite, and I'd, I think he could very well prove himself to be a serious, serious force to be reckoned with this season. Another horse I've got an interest in in this race is from the William Mullins yard, but Al Boone Photo. Yeah, now, it was a, he a was weird race, like wasn't it? That, that freak of a race, should we call it? That novice chase at Punchestown? Yeah, where he... Uh, Finian's Oscar and... I, I genuinely don't know what Paul Townsend was doing at that time. But no, yeah, Paul. But album photo was going to win it, wasn't he? Easy. It, it, it's the, the grow Five lives lengths, chase, was which is the Irish equivalent of the RSA over three miles, Grade One. Uh, I say album photo. If you've not seen the race, go and watch it. It's absolutely mental. The, the form album of fo- that race yeah. is magnificent. I think. Yeah. Well, I say album photo was about to win it in the and then Paul Townsend. Goes goes for a burger. Obvi- ob- obviously, just a mistake, and just it's one of them split second moments where you just think, "Why am I doing this?" But yeah, it happened. But yeah, I, I I could see him. He's a general thirty-three to one. He's another who could pose a threat. He's a fairly big price. I, I I'd probably price him up at about sixteen twenties. There's one. He's not even on the screen yet because his odds are that big. But I'm just gonna swivel around and scroll down. To find the odds for a horse I was keen on last season, Disco. He's forty to one he's in a few tra- places. Yeah. He's, he's back in training for Noel Mead. Disco, yeah, you backed him anti post last year, and uh, and he got injured and he didn't run all season. Uh, so that was a slight negative, but he's not had that many runs. He's had twelve runs. He's still fairly unexposed. When he won the Grade Two. At Down Royal, yeah, that was probably his latest run was probably the most impressive. But the, there's so much to come that he's got quite a lot to fill to get to that top level. Yeah, I think he's his third place in the JLT at the Cheltenham Festival two years ago. Politolog was in fourth. Disco finished third. Top Notch and York Hill were in front of him, and I, you can't slag off form behind York Hill. I think because as mental as he is, he's very good on his day. And he had one of them days there. Then he went off and won at the Putchestown Festival. He was third at Leopardstown behind Our Duke and Coney Island, and that's not that bad a form. Is, is, I f- I f- the thing I like about Disco is that he seemed to improve with everyone. And he's only a seven-year-old. He's, he's seven-year-old to have 12 runs? Yeah, I say, I'm, I'm not saying now, you know, Disco's going to be a Gold Cup winner, but... He could be a horse for the future. I'd, I'd keep him on side. I'd keep him on side. Coming out, another one coming out of the novice ranks at a bigger price, Terrafor. What do you think about him? I'm unsure. Uh, Needs a bog, does he? Yeah. Uh, he's second. Uh, I'm not sure about last year's JLT because Shattered Love is an odd. Like, it's runs behind Alboon Photo. It, it never looked like it was going to win. And I do think it needs really, really heavy ground. 
Yeah, I, I, I'd almost be inclined to agree with you on that. Last season's JLT was a strange race. Benatar, Benatar's and well, he was beaten at Newton Abbott, Newton Abbott the other, other day, day, wasn't he? Yeah, by by beggars wishes. Beggars of, wishes of uh, John Bowen's. Yeah, Peter Bowen. Yeah, and that's where he'd won four two. So Finian's Oscar was behind Finian's Oscar. God rest his soul. Uh, was just one of them horses where unpredictable. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I. I'd almost be inclined to agree with you that I wouldn't. I wouldn't have Terrafort. Terrafort did the beat. Did, did beat Miss Parfois at Aintree, and I know how much we both love Miss Parfois. Yeah. Yeah. And how much Miss Parfois is going to win the Grand National? Well, I won't go that far yet. But yeah, she's a horse to keep in mind. So. Jim, we'll, we'll, we'll run through all four big races and we'll, we'll have our predictions now. So we've got champion hurdle. James, who wins it? Somerville boy. I'm going to keep the faith with Boover there. I got, I got that right last season. I'm going to keep it again. Who wins the stayers, James? Faheen. Um, uh, yeah, Faheen. I'm going to keep the faith with Super Sunday. I think three miles. He's right up his street. And he's got a lot less questions to answer than a lot of them. Champion Chase, James. Uh, I mean, if, if you say anything other than Altior... Well, you're just going to hate sec- me now, You need you? sectioning. <laughs> uh, footpad, footpad. I think Footpad will beat Altior. I, I want it to be billed Ireland versus England, and I'm going to have to be Team Ireland for this. Absolute maniac. <laughs> And the Cheltenham Gold Cup, I mean, the, there are literally six horses in this race that in other years I'd look at and think they're going to win the Gold Cup. It is an absolutely vintage year. If they all turn up. I, I'm, I'm going to, at the odds, I'm going to stick with Bells Hill at the minute. But presenting per se, I really, really, really Can like I have him. two in this? Go on then, we'll have We'll have two. To win, Native River again. He's going to win it again. I underestimated him last year, and this year I'm sure he, he's my main fancy to win. Bang average handicappers don't win the Gold Cup, James. <laughs> That's not what I said last year. <laughs> uh, each way, Al Boom photo. I, I, I think he could still progress yet. He's a big price. I, I just think that he's, he's, expo- he's not as exposed as others, but this novice stepping up into the top class should see differently right that's it from us that was the first episode of the Turf Talk podcast I've been Lewis Tomlinson that's been James Watson thank you for listening and we'll have more next week